Hey, what's up, everybody? So today is September 1st, 2018. Um, quite a whirlwind of a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Um, for myself personally. Uh, but as the days wore on, I mean, I'm old. I'm an old soul. Um, just out here doing my thing, man. Living day to day. You know, would like to have realistic future plans like five, ten years down the road. But as shit happens seemingly every so often, I mean, I take it day by day and I try to gain. I don't try to go backwards. You know, at minimum, I try to just stay even in the day, you know, whether it's financial or whether it's on a personal level. Um, I stay even, you know, just like in sports and just like in football. Even if I run a play and it doesn't net me nothing, it just stalls out, like, right back where I started. I don't see that as a negative. Um, so it's a positive if it's not a negative. I don't go negative um, in my personal life. I go day by day. Today was a good day. Paid my bills. Um ironing out my vacation coming up soon to San Francisco and you know so like I said taking it day by day tomorrow's another new day and as you stack days on top of days you know helps you get over shit move on from shit whatever I mean that's like I said it's not the most adequate way to live that's not the best way to go about things but for me it works um yeah, and just myself, I basically, that's what I do. That's what I, that's how I cope with things. How I, that's how I, per, per, not perceive, that's how I progress in any situation. Um, yeah, still a little bit, like, just bummed out. I mean, who wouldn't be... You know, they've actually have been having difficulties just with shit in general, you know. Had family issues, have had deaths, deaths in the family. Um, nephew going back to school, you know, everybody's adjusting for this new school year. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of anxiety. The year's winding down, so business is also, you know, you got to push it just before it ends because it dips off late year early the new year and then you gotta go at it hard again but like i said uh it's been a whirlwind for me personally um but we're here i'm back at it just i'm on the horse i'm just going just in the car going i'm not doing anything crazy just just going just i wake up i do what needs to be done and I keep it going. Uh, trying not to, I'm trying not to like um, dwell on it too much. I just, like, as I've done, like I do, I just put things in front of me and I just, I compartmentalize things. Uh, like I said, I try to erase things. Like, not think about it as far as the day passed or the two days passed. And I just stack the memories of the days 
and what needs to get done and what needs to happen. Like I said, thank God I'm working. Uh, thank God I can just get up and go to work and just focus on what I do at work because that takes up a lot of the day and I don't have to come home and fucking overanalyze or, or for instance, I'm not at home just sitting down just staring at the ceiling. What the hell? That's so weird. Anyways. wonder what that was about. Wow, who is... Uh, somebody called me, I think, FaceTime, but I'm not exactly sure who could be FaceTiming me. That's so fucking weird. Let me find out real quick. I actually, I have the phone in my hand. I'm doing the podcast on my phone. Okay. Who is... Wow. Nine oh nine. Don't recognize the number. Um, must not have been for me. Ugh. Well, anyways, like I said, I'm here. Wow, that was interesting. Um, I'm not gonna edit that shit out because these podcasts are long, anyways, and I sometimes I ramble on. But anyway, somebody tried FaceTiming me right now, and I'm not exactly sure. I don't recognize it. I don't actually recognize anybody's number, uh, to be honest. Uh, either I save your number, either I save your number, and we good, and I, your name comes up as whatever I saved you as. It could be uh, gas station worker dude or whatever. Whatever I save your name as or girl working... Uh, the donut shop, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, or sometimes I give, come up with nicknames with people, uh, I've got a lot of old contacts that were programmed into the, my phone that were, this, because this phone was originally my father's, but I, some of them people's names I've never changed, like cousins, and anyways, I don't recognize the number, uh, obviously I don't fuck with them, I don't know who could be, they only FaceTime me for a brief moment. Uh, but anyways, um, like I said, okay, I wanted to finally touch on conspiracy theories because I believe that is something I wanted to talk about and we're going to talk about, um, conspiracy, like there's podcasts and I I don't want to bring up this fool's name, but Alex Jones, I mean, he was, Alex Jones, and I'm going to start with him, Alex Jones to me, in the beginning, way back when, I'm talking InfoWars, like, probably two or three years prior to Trump coming in, uh, Alex Jones was a phenomenal conspiracy theorist, and a lot of his conspiracies made sense. Uh, The Bilderbergs, uh, the 1% elite controlling the world, trying to... Um, Agenda 21, everybody trying to the FEMA camps, uh, Jade Helm. You know, his conspiracies were good, man. They were good back in the day. But where Alex Jones, 
to me fell off the wagon and where his true colors have shown and why I no longer personally why I no longer watch him aside from all the shit that he's known for now as being this uber douchebag but Alex Jones in the beginning was all about the Bilderbergs of 1% the top owning the world and all the rich companies meeting up in this secret hotel over in I don't know where the fuck he would go to but he would be parked outside screaming on the street with all these uh, conglomerate uber billionaire media giants were were posted up at and you know that was cool that to me that's like I can okay I get it like these giant conglomerations monopolistic companies get together and they buy up whole supplies from countries whether it be you know like cigars from Cuba like they, they would just buy and put into debt like these these countries with these you know Dominicans with the rise I don't know you know it would be like this craziest of stuff like but it made sense and and he made sense for a while and he talked about these things and he screamed and hollered and it was cool uh he actually had me as a fan for a minute but for all the positives he did he jumped quickly onto the I don't even want to say it's the alt-right, but I would say it's more or less the right-leaning Republican um, side of things. And to me, that really bothers me because Donald Trump is a a rich motherfucker, like, uh, he's actually a, uh, uh, you know, he owns many businesses, uh, but I think he got his start in real estate. And I don't see how you could be Alex Jones complaining about the rich buying and owning fucking everything. And then he was full blown Trump, like... If Trump was going to set him free and set this world free because supposedly Hillary was gobbling up children at, at this fucking pizza shop. I don't know. He fell off. He fell off the fucking track. Uh, to me, he's no longer a credible conspiracy theorist. What, it, what to me now what he is, is he's a propaganda pusher. And to me, that's where he fucked up and why he lost me personally. But that was... Before the election, uh, since the election, he just further dam he just further damages himself as this uber crazy fucking nut job, uh, pushing out this fucking bullshit of a guy of a fucking storyline that somehow Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are still fucking behind the scenes gonna we're gonna fucking overthrow the United States and we're headed for civil war and that Donald Trump can't do anything about it because he's not powerful. He doesn't have the media and blah, 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 blah. And Donald Trump fucking tweets the same bullshit. And to me, that kind of mentality is basically, that's on, that's his, he doesn't have anywhere to go. He can't really attack Donald Trump because he was in his 
corner and now he doesn't got nowhere to go with it. And now he's just really fishing for fucking anything. And while I do get like there's Antifa and fucking like I don't really give a fuck and care about the Republicans, the GOP or Donald Trump myself. But I'm not going to go and fucking, um, I'm not going to go and fucking overthrow the the government. And I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you why right now. Because the longer Donald Trump stays in office, and this should be a clear fucking message to the entire Republicans, the entire GOP, into Donald Trump himself. The longer you stay in office and the longer you fuck shit up because... You're fucking shit up. Uh, you're ruining our damaging the United States' name, first and foremost. Our reputation is going and has been and it's now plundering into the fucking toilet because you incessantly tweet bullshit about France or about our neighbors. Uh, I don't know if you've ever lived next to anybody in the ghetto uh, or lived next to anybody in the fucking hood or lived next to just the normal fucking neighbors, you know, any fucking normal neighbor. In any normal city, and the you know when you move in, the first thing you fucking do is go and knock on the door and say, "Hey, motherfucker, build this fucking wall," and you're paying for it. Uh, it's gonna cost you you know twenty thousand dollars, and I want it done now. You know, instead of a fucking hey, hello, like I'd like to build a wall, blah blah blah. You know, this should be done. I'll help you pay for it. We'll get it. We'll work on it together. If we have to do it ourselves. We'll do. It. We'll dig the trench. We'll move the dirt. Um, I don't know about you, man, but I, I have neighbors where I'm fucking at, but I'm never gonna go over there and fucking just fucking kick their trash can, uh, or not wave hi or not be at least courteous. So, and the same with Canada, man. You want to fucking over there bitch about this trade with Canada? Uh, I don't go over to my neighbor and tell him, "Hey, man." Your car is parked a little bit too much on my side of the fucking on uh, my side of the street. Get it the fuck out the way, or I'm gonna uh, throw an egg at your car every day. No, you ask them like, "Hey, do you mind scooting over a little bit?" Or uh, you just simply just park or you work around it. I mean, that's all you got to do. It ain't no fucking thing. I mean, you're arguing over, but you incessantly tweet, and you're absolutely right about every situation. And like, okay, like, cool, bro. Uh, I can see that. Cool. A lot, and a lot of your homies and a lot of your, uh, followers think you're in the right and that's cool. Um, but like I said, the longer you stay in office and the longer you get your chance to tweet bullshit and I get it. You don't want to leave office. You don't want to be that president that gets impeached. That president only serves one term all while the last, I don't know how many presidents have served both two terms, including Barack. Uh, But go ahead, stay there, damage the Republican name further. Uh, The GOP should remove you themselves, uh, just based out of principle, because George Bush, the last Bush to serve, fucked the shit up, bro. And you're fucking the shit up on a personal level. Uh, I believe in the history books... And maybe in in my lifetime, the GOP will be so fucking damaged that they may never recover. We might actually move to a three-party country with 
maybe a a thirty three thirty three thirty three percent of the vote, and uh, that to me, hey, 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 you fucked up, Republicans. You gave us some shit ass presidents the last couple times, and guess what? And you know what? Even George Bush's pops was kind of fucked up with his NWO shit, right? I mean, the Republicans have been on this fucking terrible fucking bullshit, man. Uh, while the Democrats. Just on face value, man, they've given us Bill Clinton and his fucking money. If all you're going to bitch about is him getting his dick sucked, uh, man, I'll fucking take that any fucking day. If that's all his crime was getting his fucking dick sucked, uh, I'll take that over any... I'll take that over fucking... Man, and then we, we serve up Barack, the first black president... Probably the chillest motherfucker I've ever seen uh, in the situation he's in. Fucking beat, he beat Osama bin Laden. Uh, he erased fucking George Bush's bullshit economy. And hell, I mean, you want to get into the nuts and bolts of things. I mean, shit, he's pre- he was pretty cool to most people. He's pretty cool to the whites, pretty cool to the blacks, pretty cool to the Mexicans, pretty fair, pretty fair to the gays, pretty fair to the women. Pretty fair to Asians. Pretty fair to pretty much every fucking body. So he was having beer sit-downs with people. I mean, what more do you want out of a president? Uh, you want a bitch about, oh, he gave fucking so-and-so uh, Iran fucking some money. Or he gave fucking, uh, he was drone striking motherfuckers. Well, you know what? If that's your issue of what we're doing in the Middle East, you got, y'all got to go back. And figure out and vote out the big oil companies. And that's how I'm going to segue right into big oil and the big oil conspiracy. Uh, Big oil. What does it mean to me personally? To me personally, uh, does big oil control the world? Is that why we go to war? Uh, the Rothschilds and the fucking who else are involved in oil? Um, possibly. I think oil. I think the United States in general. If we're gonna talking on a oil on a personal oil level, um, we might as well burn up everybody else's oil instead of our own because why not? But what I've feel like is going to happen is we coddle too much as a society to the oil like and the oil companies really don't give a fuck as long as they're getting their dollar but we coddle way too much to the oil companies and they suppress they suppress a lot of bullshit uh as far as these smart cars, these economical cars. And I don't, I personally don't feel like, I feel like Japan is way ahead of us in the fucking tech because of it. There's other countries that are way ahead of us in solar, way fucking ahead of us in, in like renewable energy of all sorts of types. And we're like lagging the fuck behind. And this is a mistake that's been going on for years. Barack tried to steer the ship right and Donald fucking derailed it. Which is fine. I mean, you know, 
as long as the gas is cheap, I ain't gonna bitch. But the day we run out, you know, the day we're the only ones left using oil and everybody else is past us will be a pretty much a fucking a major problem. Will it collapse our economy? Probably. Will we struggle as a city, as a civilization? No, as a as the states, yeah. That's because we keep producing these fucking cars that only get like 20 miles to the gallon when other countries are capable of producing like fucking 60, 70, even 100 in some cars. Uh, the trains could be done so much fucking different. We could have magnetic trains. I mean, that's been done in Japan. Got these 300 mile per hour trains. Could you imagine if they were had a trains traveling 300 miles an hour carrying like goods back and forth? you know, across the United States, that would be a huge fucking plus. But why don't we have trains that are go that fast in the United States? Because some fucking idiot decided that we should have diesel fucking trains or coal trains or whatever the fucking kind of trains we got. We don't want to spend the money, I guess, and whatever. Could you imagine if you had those bullet trains going from California to New York at like 400 miles an hour? Uh... You get there in a day. Could you... I could guarantee you... Motherfuckers would opt to take that bullet train... Leaving from California... Heading to New York on a non-stop trip... That only going to take you... Let's say take you 10-11 hours... Versus getting up on a plane... Taking 6 hours... But you know... You're up in the fucking plane you're up there... The, the line to get on that train... To get to New York... Even if it's longer... Would be... Uh, fucking incredibly long. It would that motherfucker would be packed, so the money would be there. Uh, but could you imagine? Yeah, could you imagine? And I always thought like we should have like a train that goes from California somewhere, maybe L.A., San Diego, zooming all the way across to Boston, and another train going from Florida in a line all the way to like. Uh, Oregon, Portland, somewhere. And in the middle, in the big X, where the two meet, having a gigantic fucking train station that has a little bit of, uh, you know, connecting routes to go a little bit of other places with with also bullet trains, uh, hyperloop trains, whatever. But we don't do it. We as a society here in the United States don't fucking do it. Um, big Pharma likes the airplane idea. And airplanes are really convenient, you know, if I wanted, if I don't want to take a bullet train from here to New York, I could go from here to Texas. Um, it'd probably be quicker, probably be faster. The air, the air travel would be much more be- beneficial if we had trains that could deliver people all over the place. Um, but we don't because we've, we're lagging behind because the oil is fucking us up. And big pharma, or big pharma, big oil does not... It's not even a conspiracy. They do not want that kind of shit here. Uh, yeah, big. I mean, is it a conspiracy? Yes and no. Do they pay politicians? Of course. Every fucking... The lobbyists and every fucking industry is up in Washington buying lawyer, uh, senators and congressmen, buying whoever the fuck to help them fix the laws for themselves. But... Is it is big oil as 
much of a conspiracy that as people would like to believe no um they are a big organization yeah they are some big players but i don't believe they're out there sabotaging fucking killing people on the side of the roads that have that can get cars that hydrogen cars i don't i don't believe that uh why i don't believe that they're out there sabotaging new car producers be because Cars are produced by, like, literally every, um, literally every country produces their own fucking car. And big oil is, they don't have the reach for that to monopolize something of that nature. They can't go and kill an Italian car manufacturer that's developing the world's first renewable energy, um, car that you put in a gallon of gas a year and it goes no uh even if they wanted to i don't i don't believe they could do it uh but yeah big oil is not to me is not high on the conspiracy list uh it is yeah maybe it was back in the olden days but it, it isn't now um big pharma big pharma is interesting because in the and I'm just gonna briefly touch on some of these fucking conspiracies because there's so many and I wanted to just get my thoughts out on some of them. Uh, and I guess in future episodes I might revisit some of these as they evolve. But yeah, big pharma to me is uh, plausible, and it's actually I think it's actually highly plausible. Um, highly fucking real. Like, it's a real fucking... Like, I believe the shit they're doing is shady. Um, Big Pharma, your health, your life. Um, I believe that Big Pharma does indeed have cures for many diseases. Um... uh, I won't go so far as to say they have the cure for AIDS and HIV. I'm going to go so far as to say they have the cure for cancer. Maybe not all forms of cancer, but they do have cures for some cancers. Um, they have the cure. They can end, they can cure diabetes. I believe that... Um, they have cures for multiple diseases and the reason they don't put those cures out is because even if they were to charge a motherfucker like a million dollars to cure them of HIV and AIDS uh, you know you cure it for them if they were the cure all pill HIV and AIDS would go away all on its own and even if they, even if like a hundred million people paid a million dollars, you know, you made a trillion, trillion of dollars, there's more money for them watching you suffer with cancer. Let's say I was on HIV and AIDS, but let's take cancer. Uh, because you have to go to the hospital for checkups. You have to fucking get these medicines. You have to go to these therapies. You have to get treatments. Fucking chemo. Fucking these. 
all this shit, man. And the fact is, once you get cancer, most people, um, they don't even know where it comes from. So you get it. But I, and I believe, I believe Big Pharma knows where things like cancer comes from. They just don't, they don't tell you. Um, They, every pill that you take, every bottle is hundreds of dollars. And you have to go, like I say, if you get cancer when you're 35, 40, they want you to live a long, good, healthy life to your 70-ish, 65-ish. And the doctors and most of the people out there, if you got to go to the doctors for 20 years straight and you're going to get on some sort of insurance some sort of and you need medication and you need checkups and you need x-rays and you need this and you need that you're going to spend a million dollars easily within the few first few years and then you're going to employ steadily all these technicians all these pill manufacturers, all these new medicines that they keep coming up with that do different things. Oh, this fucking pills for the pain. Oh, this fucking pills to monitor this part of the cancer. Oh, you know, I don't know any person that is older than, let's say, 50 in my personal life that doesn't at least take a couple of pills, whether it's a heart medication, whether it's something um you just even if it's so far as uh just a, a, a supplemental pill just like hey you need your your vitamin d is low you know take this pill like literally everybody that i know that is older takes a pill for some for something for one thing or the other and and most people take multiple pills. And it's, you know, Big Pharma uh, does not want to cure you of cancer, does not want to give you the secret medicine to cancer, even though I believe that stuff out there does exist uh, to cure most cancers, like completely out your body. Uh, I also think the way we live in, because big oil touches everything, oil is not natural. Uh, smog in the air is not natural, you know, they play off of each other, like, you take a look at some of these tribal, hidden tribal civilizations, like in Africa, in the, you know, in the rainforest, their elders live to 80, 90, 100 years old. With little to no interaction with big city living. And the reason is that they don't just have the, the, the interference of electronics, you know, zapping them in the head all the time. You know, we have cell phones, we have TVs, radio, microwaves, internet. All of that shit is just buzzing through your head like they don't have it. They have steady diets of whatever it is they eat, and they don't eat fucking food that 
you know, who has been traveling in a fucking truck, uh, frozen for fucking 20 hours, rethawed, uh, fried in oil and served to you. Like, they don't do that. They have the most natural food you could possibly imagine. Um, so, like I said, yeah, like, the, Big Pharma is happily... Uh, willing to let you suffer and struggle all for the sake of a few dollars and and we're a capitalistic society you know and i don't want to touch into the capitalism versus communism because pretty much uh that's for another day that's a whole nother topic but and, and just briefly every civilization is capitalistic uh there is no civilization there is no society there is no country on this planet earth that is not looking to fucking Gain something from somebody. I don't give a fuck if they're fucking fascist, communist, racist, elitist, capitalist, Republicans, Democrat. I don't give a fuck. All countries would easily fucking be happily willing to go into their neighboring countries, take it over and use their people to build their goods or whatever, you know, whatever whatever the case would be. If a country were to just say, hey, you know what? We don't want to run our country. You gar- I guarantee you every neighboring country would be like, yeah, I'll take you over your country. Don't matter who the fuck the country is. Um, like I said, uh, so everything comes down to the bottom dollar. Big Pharma does not want to cure you. Uh, they could care less about you because at the end of the day, people fucking die anyways. Uh, we're not immortal. We are, you know, we are susceptible to death. So big pharma does not give a shit whether or not in your life, if you're living or it, they don't give a, yeah, I don't want to say this. They don't give a fuck if you're living Healthy, or they don't give a fuck if you're living unhealthy. All they give a fuck about is if you go to them for medicines when you're fucking sick and they charge you up the ass. And that's not, it's not, to me, it's not a fucking conspiracy. It is fucking real. Like, they they have the cures for some of this shit. They just not, they don't want to put it out because you're going to die anyways. Who gives a fuck? We want, they want you to fucking pay and it. Uh, when you're younger, like I am in my 30s, I came out my 20s. I didn't go to the hospital much. I don't because I don't feel like I need it. Although, you know, I am overweight. I'm working on it. Uh, eventually, yeah, I guess I'll start going to the doctors and doing shit like that, getting checked out. Uh, but once you get into that habit, they don't want you to get out the habit. There's... All hospitals have to make a profit to stay in business because there's no hospitals out there doing shit for free. Uh, so that's what it comes down to. They need they need money. There's believe I believe uh, there's cures for cancer. I believe there's cures for HIV, AIDS, diabetes. There's cures for Alzheimer's. There's cures for fucking a lot of these fucking um, ailments that plague society. And and the reason another thing a reason is. Back in the olden days, when people, you know, 
Great Depression Hour. We figured out the cure for... We fucking figured out how to beat polio. We figured out how to beat... Uh, measles. We figured out how to beat that shit. And you know what? You want to know exactly why we figured out how to beat it and why a cure was fucking discovered? Why we were so determined to beat it? Because motherfuckers back in those days figured out that, hey, if we could live a little bit longer than fucking 30 or 40. You know, like we were, like they were living throughout all of the Bible ages, throughout most of, they figured out, yeah, a motherfucker can live to fucking 70, 80, 90. And the rich motherfuckers were like, okay, well, figure this shit out. Let's beat this fucking, some of this shit. And that's it. They figured it out real quick. Now these diseases, now there's a whole nephron approach. Most people live to 50, 60, 70. But how do you get them to fucking, how do you kill them off is what they're trying to do. How do you kill them off in a subtle manner and get them to pay for their own deaths? Uh, simple. You create a fucking disease that there's no cure for like HIV and AIDS and fucking uh, Alzheimer's and, and all kinds of bullshit that supposedly they can't figure out now. Even though the technology... Uh, went up to the fucking thousandth degree fucking skyrocketed in the sky uh, and the diseases have not fucking changed in millennials uh, it, it's just mind boggling it, it, to me it's not even mind boggling there's no conspiracy it's 100% big pharma is a bunch of bitches um, but moving out of big pharma, and I'm gonna head right into the anti-vaccine fucking shit. That's fucking stupid. That's some stupid shit. I don't know who fucking came up with it. I don't know if it's the hipster liberals. I don't know if it's the fucking some idiot out there. And it kind of piggybacks on each other as far as big pharma. Yeah, big pharma's fucking you since birth. Uh. And that, that's where, I, like I just said, I, I don't trust Big Pharma at your age, at your, you know, that they have the cure. And I don't trust that they don't have the cure. But, like I said, we figured out how to beat polio. We figured out how to beat the measles. We figured out how to beat some of this other shit. Uh, and now people, like, don't believe in Big Pharma like I don't. But they take it to the next step and, like, they don't want to fucking have anything to do with the doctors. And that's where the funny line is drawn. Because I believe that even though Big Pharma is out to kill you in the long run, they're out to just make you pay to kill you. If you follow me? There is no profit if when you're born and you're fucking a year old and you just fucking die because you contract... Some Ebola or some fucking polio or some other black bubonic plague bullshit. There's no fucking profit in that. There's no fucking profit. You're fucking born and you fucking die. Well, okay. Uh, Where's the profit? So, yes, they are injecting your kids with the most advanced medicines when you're born. So that way you live a good long life and you can break your legs and you can get into car accidents. 
and you can you can get uh type one diabetes and you can get fucking HIV or you can get some fuck you can get herpes you can get some fucked up shit you can develop a a rare kidney disease a fucking I don't know that's some some bullshit that just happens rare kidney diseases um yeah I mean the anti vaccine vaccination movement is kind of predicated off of the distrust of big pharma and I yeah, I get the distrust like I said they're there ought to profit off of your death. But I don't want to take it as far as, as to saying that your kids should be not vaccinated. Because that's fucking stupid. Uh, that's some stupid shit. Like I said, I don't know who's really responsible for it. But that, needs to, that shit needs to stop. And as far as I go, the, the anti-vax movement is stupid. Uh... It should be taught in schools. Uh, it should be taught now. I mean, there sh- we should, like, literally... Somebody should sit down on the TV and say, Look, maybe a one millionth of one percent of kids that gets an anti-vax shot might develop autism. Might. Uh... But the majority of the kids are not going to develop autism. And that's just fucking stupid. Uh, And I believe a lot of parents are out that... Not that autism isn't real. Not that ADHD isn't real. Not that that isn't real. I'm I'm not saying that those aren't real. But I believe in my heart that there are parents out there... For whatever reason, uh, believe that if they have an active child, that somehow they have it. And in my eyes, if your child isn't active, you've got a problem. Uh, if you're drugging your kids so they calm down and are in bed by like 5 o'clock because you can't tolerate them bouncing off the walls, you know, fucking playing with toys, and then you got a fucking problem. Uh, Kids used to run around and play outside in the olden days. They'd burn off all that energy. They played soccer. They played sports. Now we're living in a society where it's kind of frowned upon if if a kid is over creative and coloring on the walls of the house and drawing all over every piece of paper they can find and they're out running and screaming and jumping and hollering it's kind of frowned upon as like wow he's really overactive like no that's a fucking kid being a kid um in the active anti it goes in with the anti-vaccination i just believe some parents believe that the moment their kid is overactive that they develop some shit and they go and get it checked out and they believe it and they they'll find you'll find the doctor who'll say oh yeah he's a little active so he's got a little bit of this and they'll they'll get him a medication i believe that happens more than yeah a kid cannot just he has autism himself um not to say like i said not to say the autism and that isn't real it's just the way i see things 
Um, but moving off of anti-vaxxers, I'm going to get into another fucking... And I think this is heavily on the fucking alt-right bullshit. Um, them motherfuckers. It comes from that side, the right, the right side. And that's flat earth. And before I touch on flat earth, because to me flat earth is actually... It's actually predicated and it can only exist with one other conspiracy theory, theory, which automatically in my eyes debunks it. And you can't have a conspiracy if it's based off another conspiracy that is may or may not be a conspiracy. And let me tell you, Flat Earth is hot right now. The Flat Earthers are out there in full force. Will have you believe that the world is a fucking giant fucking CD Spinning around on a fucking record player out in the middle of the universe. And that's cool. Apparently the moon is. Apparently so is all the other planets are just fucking discs. They're not balls. They don't move. And there's an ice kingdom fucking a million feet high on, on the edges. And for whatever reason, the sun miraculously doesn't melt that shit. But whatever. Flat Earth is solely based off of the moon landing. The moon landing, and I don't know what your stance on it is. The moon landing, I, I wrestle with the moon landing conspiracy. Uh, I I go back and forth on it myself. Damn, I'm running. I'm getting close to running out of time. But the moon landing, man, I would believe the moon. We landed on the moon. If it was only for this simple fact that I cannot believe it anymore. And why the fuck have we not been back to the goddamn moon? We were on the moon allegedly 69, 70, 71. And, you know, we were fucking up there, planting flags, fucking throwing footballs, golfing, whatever the fuck we were doing, supposedly. And then for whatever reason, we just disappeared. We just we're not going no more. To me, that's a load of shit. Because just like the pharmaceuticals, the technology of NASA, the technology of the rocket ships, the technology of fucking computers. Uh, I used to have to do fucking math the hard way in school in the olden days when I was growing up uh, in the early 90s. We, the calculators, schools couldn't afford them and the calculators were fucking shit. They didn't have that fucking Texas instrument calculator bullshit where I was growing up. That was some shit that you had to pay for because it was expensive. And people did not have them. So if you wanted to calculate some bullshit and figure out some algebra, you had to do it the hard way. Hand, and paper, notes, and repetition. Today, I have a phone in my hand. That can tell me the square root of any fucking number. I plug in. It can fucking tell me. I literally can figure out all the math. And that's just on my cell phone. That's on my cell phone. That's the basic Apple calculator. It can tell me. Uh, I can find out. I can do the Pythagorean theorem. I can fucking figure out a. Any, I can figure out most equa- algebraic 
equations and at the palm of my hand. Um, and and it's nothing. It's easy. It, 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 it's fucking easy. Uh, we have better engines. We have superior electronics. We have superior navigation systems. We have superior. I'm. I can't ex- express how fucking superior our fuel is. Our rocket fuel to get there. I can't ex- express the level of fucking. The level of advancements we have on the suits and the materials and the lightweight. You cannot tell me that we just don't want to go to the moon. Because, eh, we did it. No. There's a reason we're not going back there. Why we haven't been visited in, in I don't know, like 40, 50 years now. Uh... And that to me is based on the fact that we probably did not land there in the olden days. Maybe we landed there sometime in between. And now we're trying to distance ourselves from that. Maybe. Maybe there's some alien race hanging out on the backside of the moon, the one that we can't see. I don't know. Because that to me doesn't make no sense either. Why we zoom past the moon and landing uh, rovers all the fuck the way on Mars, but we can't turn the camera around and take a picture of the dark side of the moon. To me, that's incredible. Fucking some bullshit. Well, okay. I, uh, did we land on the fucking moon or not, man? I, I, I only give it a 50-50. And I, I could flip a coin. I, I could say that we did land on the moon. I mean, maybe we did land on the moon way back when. Um, but I just can't believe that there's nothing up there that we can't explore. When there is a shitload we can explore. That moon is littered with fucking meteor crashes, craters. You can't tell me that there isn't fucking some rocks up there that are carrying potential... Um, High, high fucking potential fucking uh, diamonds or some sort of material that is would be highly sought that you can only find from the deep parts of space that doesn't exist here. Um, the moon is littered with fucking. You can see it with your naked eye when the full moon is out. All the craters are are just pieces of rock coming from outer space. Um, there's materials, there's raw materials of fucking asteroids and meteors and comets that have hit there that are just there. You can't tell me some of that shit isn't valuable. Um, I wouldn't doubt if we dug down, if we bored a hole in the moon somewhere, that we wouldn't find some sort of metal, some sort of fucking a buildable material. You can't, and the moon is big. I don't know if you've noticed how big the fucking moon is but even if we mined that motherfucker uh we wouldn't put a dent in it because it's never been mined maybe it has maybe on the backside it's been mined but it um something's up something's fishy why we haven't gone back and why we don't get up pack up and fucking put a base there um that leads 
me to believe that this is the only way the flat earth conspiracy can survive. And that is because I can't tell you for sure if we went to the moon, even though it's, it's part of American history. I can't tell you for sure. I don't know. Um, goddamn. Watching the Dodger game and, and Clayton Kershaw just gave up another home run. They're losing 2-0. to zero. Fuck. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's just... The flat earth can only exist because supposedly nobody has been to outer space. Or only so many few people have been to outer space. And what they saw was the flat earth. And allegedly, the earth is a disc. And they don't want nobody noticing it. And we've employed... And I've watched the flat earth conspiracy. And I actually liked it. Because supposedly, nobody's actually seen the earth from up top. Nobody's actually been to outer space. And that, to me, was kind of interesting. Because I was like, ooh, that's so cool. Like... Well, maybe the work was flat, but like I said, with my naked eye, not that I can stare directly into the sun, but I can pretty much look at the moon and I don't believe the moon is a fucking disc. The moon is round as fuck three dimensionally. It is a fucking ball and it doesn't make no sense why the moon would be a ball. I'm pretty sure the sun is a ball. I mean, I, I mean, I can't stare at the sun, but, um, yeah, man. I mean, I just, uh, the flat Earth is only, it can only exist because nobody knows for sure if the moon exists, if we landed on the moon or not. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just piggybacking off of another conspiracy. And that ultimately debunks the flat earth. Because I can pretty much see the fucking moon with my own eyes. Uh, I, I, I used to have a telescope. I used to be able to see Mars and Jupiter. And they are about... And Jupiter is a fucking sphere and it moves. And it does not move on a disc. It moves round-wise. Uh, Saturn to me has always been my favorite planet and that motherfucker's got rings. You can't explain that shit. Where's the fucking flat ring conspiracy? The rings go, unless there's a fucking, the, the, the sideways, uh, ring crest conspiracy. I don't know how else you would describe it, but Saturn is the ultimate fucking, it debunks. Yeah, the flat earth conspiracy too because the rings go around it and unless they go in a crescent shaped and then they just... You can't explain those rings but you can't explain the rings if the if the Saturn itself is round. Saturn's rings are probably... If I were to ever go to outer space that would be the one thing I would want to see in our own solar system is its rings. Uh, I love to pass by Jupiter and Uranus and... In Mars and Venus, you know, do a flyby, but Saturn's rings because Saturn looks to me, Saturn is the coolest planet in our solar system just because it has those rings. Like, that's so fucking hardcore. Like, I wish our planet had rings around it. Like, the moon blew up into a, a trillion, quadrillion, trillion pieces, 
we would have rings. That shit would be dope as fuck. You know, just be having a fucking a line of rings around us at all times. That'd be cool. But we don't. So whatever. But yeah, damn, I'm almost out. And I, I didn't even touch on some of these other conspiracy theories. Um, I guess I'll have to do another episode. I got to talk about 9-11. Um, shit, there's so fucking many conspiracy theories out there, man. Like I said, this was just a basic run through and just how I felt, I guess, on some of these. But I I can go on all day. Everybody's got a good conspiracy theory. There's other ones. I mean, we didn't get into this fucking uh, Raelians. We didn't get into this fucking the 1% too much. Um, Another classic conspiracy that I love is I believe ancient aliens. And I don't think, I don't know if that's a conspiracy yet, but I do believe that. Uh, we don't have the technology to make the pyramids the way we did back in those olden days. Um, we just don't have that technology at our disposal. So yeah, um, I guess I'll have to make another conspiracy theory episode. But that's my thoughts so far on this one. Uh, I'm going to sign off. I got a few minutes left, but I'm not going to run it to the end. Uh, you know what it is. The D is silent. I'll get back to you guys, hopefully with another conspiracy soon. All right. Late.